Hey everyone, it's Monica with Be Still Be Free, and I'm here with Sarah today. Hi. <laughs> we have just come off of our five-year anniversary celebration, so um, I don't know if everyone had a chance to listen to the last two weeks, five but years. we got to interview our amazing husbands, Chris and Greg, mm-hmm. and get a little behind-the-scenes peek of what our normal day-to-day married life is like, which is pretty hilarious. And how many podcasts recording? This is um, 162. That's crazy. I know. It's pretty insane. That's awesome. And uh, just, it was a great time to celebrate. We loved having Chris and Greg with us. And um, we are doing a new kind of a mini series that's a little bit different than anything that we've done before. And it all came from a listener named Gail. Yeah. Who had emailed us and said, hey, I was reading this one particular scripture about belonging to God and to each other. And what if you did something on belong? And it gave us the idea to find some other words that start with B that we could do. Yeah. I love it. So we're doing believe, belong, because, uh, because become, become, and beside. And beside. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so that's what these next five weeks are going to look like. And um, then it's going to be the holidays. I can't. <laughs> I, I, it just is, I can't believe it's here and it's still hot and muggy. And then let me, let me go get a tissue. I can't even think about trying to get all ready for holidays in 12 no. weeks. I have started a Christmas list though. I'm starting to get ideas of what to get people. So Good I'm putting you. it on paper. So that's as far as I got. Well, hopefully nobody in my family is listening to this podcast, which maybe one or two, maybe ish ish. Yeah. Um, but I think I'm buying Georgia shirts for everybody in the family for Christmas. You this have year. to. Yeah. Yeah. You totally have Cause to. He'll, he will hopefully be signed and completely committed by this. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be a so and, done deal. Yeah. And so everybody's getting everybody, except for my sister-in-law, I've got to come up with something where I could do it half, half because she's a Florida fan and Ooh, diehard Florida fan. Like she's our hardest fan for another college out of everybody in the family. Got it. Um, and so I want to do something. I don't know if it's going to be blue on the front and red on the back or red on the front and blue on the back. Or just and right down the middle. Down the middle. Something, you know, that's like Florida well, every listen, day. You're Georgia a very on Proverbs 31 woman. You could buy two shirts, uh-uh. cut them up, sew them together. We've established you'll be up at dawn. Let me tell you what kind of Proverbs 31 woman I am. I'm really a good steward with my money and I will be finding somebody to do that for me. If there's anyone on Etsy that has a shop that could take care of this particular need, you just email Sarah at be still be free.com. Yes, yes, that's exactly how it'll be. So, anyway, we're really excited about this new and different kind of series. So, thank you so much, Gail, for the inspiration. And we are going to get to the word belong um, toward the end of the series. Um, but today we're going to start with the word because. Um, and because was an interesting word as I was kind of going through and trying to find some, some options for this. Um, as soon as I saw the word because, I just thought, oh my gosh, that's just so ideal. Because the first thing I thought was because God. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to start with just... It's a, funny that, that a word comes to your mind because uh-huh. I have been that way with with the words that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Like, like beside. Yeah. What comes to your mind when you hear beside? Uh, no name. one beside me. Okay. Mine is still waters. Oh, Hey, how about that? Yeah. So this one word yeah. will come up and you just have this thing. So it'd be really interesting to see what other people's minds were on oh, that. You yeah, know? Like, absolutely. What, what do you think about when you hear that word? Yeah. Well, you'll have to, everyone pipe in on uh, social media mm-hmm. and let mm-hmm. us know what you yeah. think. Yeah. Um, okay. So I wanted to start with some dictionary definitions. So because is a conjunction. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Of course you did that. It comes from the Middle English. No, I'm kidding. Okay. But it means for the reason that, or due to the fact that, 
Um, because can also be used, the words as or since can be used, but because is more popular. And this is something that I thought was really interesting. And I'm bringing this up for a reason. So just bear with me. Um, using because usually focuses on the reason. So an example would be, I fell asleep because I was tired. Mm -hmm. Using as or since usually focuses on the result. Since I was tired, I fell asleep. Mm. So it's just an interesting, a little bit of a difference yeah. when we use because there's usually a reason that we want to focus on. Love that. So um, the imagery that I really love with that is like, if you kind of start thinking through things that we walk through as Christians, why am I struggling with this issue? Because God, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Why is this happening to me? Why isn't God answering my prayers? Because dot, dot, dot. Yep. There's always a reason. Yeah. For something. Um, and so I really, I just thought that was an interesting way to approach this whole word. It focuses on a reason. I love that. And a lot of times that's what we're looking for. That's what we're, we feel like if we have a reason behind something, it's going to make mm -hmm. everything a little bit better. <laughs> we yep. can endure a little bit more. Um, in the Hebrew, the um, word for because is key. K-I-Y. Um, and it means so that surely except yea, doubtless. It's used um, about 46 times in the Old Testament to mean those things. Um, but the very first use of the word key is in the Old Testament in Genesis 1-4. No um, and it's going to be the verse, and God saw the light that it was good. And the word that Could be it was good is the word because. No way. He saw the light because it was good. Um, and I just thought it was really That's interesting crazy. how that verse has kept coming up now. Yeah. Like it came up in the fruit of goodness. Yes. It came up in the Proverbs 31 woman. And now it's coming up here. It might make another appearance. That's so we'll crazy. Have to wait and see. Um, and then in the Greek, um, the word is Henneka or Hanaka. Hey, know. look I'm at just going to say Henneka. <laughs> I try to always guess what it's going to be when I see it before I listen <laughs> to it. Hysterical. And it means on account of, for the sake of, for this cause, therefore. Hmm. Okay. So one example of the use in the New Testament is used in Luke 4, 18. And this is when Jesus opens the scrolls and starts reading and says, the spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. He sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Because focuses on the reason, not the result. So, in, according to this verse, I have the spirit of God on me, God on me, for the reason that I would go forward and proclaim and help set free. Oh, that's pretty cool. So, um, it is Henneka is used twenty three times in the New Testament, but what I thought was really cool, over half of those times are used in reference to the the phrase for the sake of. Mm. So anytime Jesus refers to for my name's sake, mm -hmm. um, anytime there's a reference to the kingdom of God's sake or for righteousness sake, it's the word Henneka. So there's several different verses where this is um, displayed. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, say false kinds of things about you because of me. Whoever finds their life will lose it. Whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. Everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or fields for my sake will receive a hundred times because hundred times as much. Blessed are you when people hate you, when they exclude you and insult you and reject your name as evil because of the son of man. So all of those verses mean like for the sake of Christ, for the sake of God, for kingdom's sake, for righteousness. Sake. And those are all about persecution, right? They're all about perseverance, right? That's pretty cool, which I think 
I think it's really good that you're, we're doing this, um, in this moment of life and just mm-hmm. where we are in our culture. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there, I just think it's really cool to remember that you suffer for the sake of Christ. Absolutely. I think that's so good. Um, and that was, that um, it's great that you said that, cause that's exactly where I started heading with this. The verses demonstrate the difficulty we're going to walk through in this Christian life in life in general, mm-hmm. even if you're not a Christian, but especially if you're a Christian, yep. you're going to walk through a very unique set of circumstances yep. that are going to be difficult. Um, each of these verses illustrates a trial, difficulty, or hard road that might lead to persecution, separation from family, or life lost, which is just hard, mm. hard stuff. But the promise of these verses is that there is a reason that we walk through them, and it's there's a because to all of the trials. Mm-hmm. So the because of God, according to what we see here, then I think is twofold. So the first thing that we see is it's for his sake. And so I've broken for his sake, meaning God's sake into a couple different categories. One is for the sake of righteousness. Mm. Matthew Henry says those who suffer because they won't sin against their consciences and who suffer for doing that, which is good. Whatever pretense persecutors have, it is the power of godliness that they are opposed to. It is really Christ in his righteousness that they hate. Mm. So a lot of times that we suffer and are persecuted for righteousness sake, it's because they hate the righteousness of Christ that's inside yep. of us. Yep. I get it. And um, I think I we, think we all that. can think of mm-hmm. specific examples where we were, you know, judged, mm-hmm. um, persecuted, talked about, you know, all because of what we stand for as believers. I even think that uh, there are people who are being persecuted and it doesn't look like it's directly because of your faith. Mm-hmm. It's almost more indirectly because mm-hmm. of who you are and because of your faith. And and I just think it's Greg would totally disagree with this, but <laughs> I think the influence of Satan um, causes people to see other things. So it doesn't look like you're yes. really having an issue with a Christian. Right. We're just having an issue with a person. Right. It's, you know, it could be a social issue. It could be a character issue. It could be whatever. But the issue is not that somebody is persecuting Jesus, but it really is because Satan has blinded the truth. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's very easily hidden. Yes. That that's the real root of it. Yeah. Um, the second part it, or the other for his sake is for Christ's sake, um, that we would gladly part with that, which is temporary rather than deny Christ. When we endure and walk with him during the difficult roads, we're pointing others to Christ and displaying his power and his glory mm. through it. So as we, in, uh, we know that when we go through this world, we're going to have trouble, but take heart. He has overcome the world, right? Right. Sometimes we're like, why am I going through this? Well, maybe you're going through it because Jesus's glory needs to be revealed yep. and Jesus, the power of Christ needs to be revealed in the yep. situation. And maybe you just happen to be the best catalyst for somebody That's else right. to see that. That's right. Maybe they need to see, oh, I can stand and endure through really difficult things because of Christ in me, not because of quote, the stuff you're made of. We were just talking about this last night in um, this group that I lead with a group of women in our community. And we have been going through some of our fruits of the Mm -hmm. spirit. And we were doing the fruit of patience last night. And um, I had mentioned how with the fruit of the spirit, you know, yes, God wants to be glorified, but he becomes so very glorified when he just sees us get it. You know, like that in and of it's like our kids. When we see our kids just get it sometime when, you know, the first time they say thank you and you don't have to ask for it. Or the first time that, you know, you realize they're saying yes, ma'am, and you didn't have to say, you know, like whatever. You're like, oh, my gosh, they're getting it. And that just gives you so much excitement. Um, And so we were talking about this with just the fruits of the spirit that sometimes the fact that you take 
the opportunity to have patience, to pause, to be slow to anger. Great. Because, you know, the opposite of patience is angry, right? The anger um, is really more about the seed that you're planting for the other person, mm-hmm. because you're, you're allowing the spirit of God to work in and through you mm-hmm. for the sake of the good of God. Right. right? And that's kind of what the fruits are about. Yep. And so we were just talking about how it's not really about, so you can pat yourself on the back. I mean, God doesn't, he's, he can't love you anymore and he can't love you any less. So he's not got a scorecard up in heaven going, they were this, they were that they did this for my sake. No. I mean, yes, he gets, he gets geeked up about all that, but it's really about the impact that we're having on the other people around us who need that in that moment. Yes. So, you know, that makes me think of this sounds like it's not going to really apply, but trust me, it does. <laughs> I was at TJ Maxx the other day and the lines at the TJ Maxx at here at my house, I'm sure they're like this everywhere are just extraordinarily long yeah. and it just takes forever. Yeah. Um, and there's always, <laughs> there's always fewer people checking out than they're are people waiting in line. And so, you know, we're all just being patient. We're all waiting. We're doing our thing. And there's this one lady who's at a cashier and she is huffing and puffing and complaining and um, and yelling at this cashier saying, don't have people work here that don't know what they're doing. You're so slow. You need to hurry. I mean, just being vicious and being really, really ugly, you know, and the, the antithesis of what you just said is that example. She's displaying nothing toward the kingdom of God. She's displaying nothing of the fruits of the spirit. She's displaying no planting, no seeds of anything for the sake of the kingdom. And of course she probably wasn't a believer, but if you are a believer in that situation, when you exude kindness and gentleness and faithfulness and just words laced with grace, yes, Maybe that cashier needed to hear, have something kind spoken to them to display mm-hmm. God in that moment. I'm sure the cashier knows that they're slow. I'm sure mm-hmm. they know that they're new at the job and that they're trying to figure it all out. But to have someone exude a fruit of the spirit for the sake of the kingdom in that yeah. moment, you don't know what that could have done That's for exactly that person. Right. Yeah, it's And it's contagious. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, that was the other thing we were talking about. When you're around kind people, kindness is contagious. Yes. Forgiveness is contagious. Patience. It's like all of those things are very contagious. So you don't know, too, like you might have encouraged somebody else to want to be that same way. And if we would all live in the spirit for the cause of Christ. Right. Just imagine. Just imagine. Imagine. I know. Um, Okay. And then the the last part of for God's sake is for the kingdom of God's sake. So, I mean, eternity is what is at stake here. And our sole purpose as humans breathing on this earth is to point others to heaven so that they can join us there. Mm -hmm. And Jesus reiterated that in what I read about Luke 418, because he has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. And um, that it goes, I mean, we have to proclaim the good news to the poor. Uh, proclaim freedom to the prisoners, recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Wow. Like it's for the sake of eternity. Yeah. It's not just for you to feel good or for somebody else to feel yeah. good. It's for, there's a, like a kingdom yeah. that we're trying to build here. Um, and then the second part of the, because is for our sake. So I had talked about for the sake of righteousness, but Righteousness for the sake of showing the righteousness of Christ, but also because he is in the business of making us righteous. And we are constantly in the business of being purified, being made holy, helping us to be more like Christ and transformed into his image. And sometimes the things that we walk through, the because of it is because we need to become holy for the sake of righteousness. Mm. We need to become more like the image of Christ. And that only happens through the fire, unfortunately, a lot of times. Um, And then the second part of that is that God is also in the business of love. And he wants to show us again and again that he is not only is love, but that he loves. Mm. 
And um, in the midst of our greatest trials, because he is love, we are never alone. Um, And there's a few verses I wanted to read about this. One is, but because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive in Christ, even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved because of his great love. Um, the second Lamentations 3.22, because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed for his compassions never fail. In Psalm 31, 7 through 8, I will rejoice and be glad in your steadfast love because you have seen my affliction and you have known the distress of my soul. You have not delivered me into the hand of the enemy. You have set my feet in a broad place. And all of those verses use that Greek word, Henneke, for because. Mm. And so I just, you know, I, I personally... We all personally walk through seasons, um, ebbs and flows, mountains and valleys, um, and being able to just stop in the middle of it and say, okay, what is the because here? Yeah. It's not, it's, it's not just because God's mean. Everything has a because. Everything, everything does. does. A cause. If you think about it, the root word of that is cause. There's a right. cause for everything. And if you, you know, we just talked about this a lot this weekend. If you're going to believe that God is for you, then you have to believe that everything that happened is happening is for you and mm-hmm. ultimately is for the kingdom. Mm-hmm. You know, he's making kingdom builders out of yeah. all of us for his righteousness sake, yeah. for the name of Christ's sake, for the kingdom of God's sake. Yeah. And for, and for our sake. Yeah, yeah. For our sake. That's another thing we were talking about last night. I'm a firm believer. You know, everybody says, well, God created you so that you could bring him glory. I, I totally do believe that. Mm-hmm. But I think his glory comes from watching us live for him. Right. Like, again, like a child that just one day wakes up and gets it and starts doing something that you've been trying to teach that child to do. And then they finally, it becomes a part of who they are. Mm -hmm. There's just something very rewarding about that. And I just think he loves us too much for it to just be about him. He loves us because it's about us. Right. We can easily bring him glory in heaven. Yes. So there's, there's an, there's a, is another reason that's right. It's completely outside of that, which is let's, let's witness, let's bring, build the body of believers. Yeah. And be free from the holds and chains of Satan. Mm -hmm. Um, so, I mean, as I just said, it's always for the sake of something, whatever you're walking through, whatever happenstance happens, you know, it's just remembering God is in it and it's not just, you know, he's not just got you under a magnifying glass, shining light on you so that you'll burn up like an ant for, you know, right. Right. And I think sometimes it's so easy to remember that. Yep. Okay. I have a couple of practical applications. One is, are you walking through a trial right now? Um, if you are pause and pray and ask God to show you the, because of it, it is, is it for his sake or for the sake of Christ? Is it for the sake of the kingdom? Could you be a witness to others so that the power and love of Christ is being shown simply by how you journey through it? Is he trying to grow righteousness in you or display full glory of his love to you? Pray and ask to see the situation mm. through his eyes and how he is ever present in mm. it. And the second, is there a because that you can see in hindsight? You know, because a lot of times it's clear on the other side of a trial what the because was. Right. Um, journal about that. Was it for his sake or yours? And then pray about an opportunity that may come up where you can share that because with somebody who might be struggling in their own, That's in the good. midst of their own trial, um, seeing a because in their own life. So good. So, I mean, it's a little bit of a, a shorter uh, yeah, week, but... You know, I, I, there was a lot of different directions I could have gone in, but it just really, I just felt really impressed to kind of just stick with the. Well, I even think about like, you know, it, there's a little bit of a mindset there, right? Um, to always look for the because. Mm-hmm. So like almost like sticky note it, 
mm-hmm. and just because so that you get in the habit of when you're going through a trial or tribulation, it's the why. Mm-hmm. What is the because? Right. You know, because if you truly believe in the word of God, then you have to know that nothing that happens to us is ever just by happenstance. There's a purpose behind it all. So what's the because? Is it for God's glory? Is it for your growth? Is it for you to even love on somebody else? Like mm-hmm. what is the because? Well, and I think too, if you look through the gospels, just even the life of Jesus, he had that because firmly implanted in the front of his mind every time he did anything. Yeah. Um, and it was for all of the reasons that we just That's said, right. yep. um, but especially on the cross at the very end. Um, and I have something really neat that I'll share in my week of become about um, the, the words that, were spoken at that time. Um, but the reason why the, the kingdom sake, the righteousness sake for his name's sake was all, I mean, that's always at the forefront of his mind, like yeah. a mental sticky note. And it has to be that way. The because is what can keep you going. And again, if you can understand that we don't wrestle with flesh and blood, but mm-hmm. against the principalities, sorry, Greg, then um, Greg, he and does I, believe that this is does. just a funny inside it's joke. It's inside joke. <laughs> Greg and I have a, a differing opinion of the influence of the evil one in this world today. So I just like to pick at him. Um, but you know, if you can continue to remember, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. And when you're going through something, whether it's for you or it's a hard time, if you can remember the because of God, because mm-hmm. the other side of that is, is Satan just trying to get you down. Right. You know, is, is he the one that's trying to give you that trial or tribulation to try to knock you down and get you off your feet and help mm-hmm. you so that you are not influential for the body of Christ? Because it's one or the other. Right. Right. It's really not ever just about us. It's, right. You know, it's because, of, you know, we're either going to go this way and not do well and give Satan victory or because we're going to come over here and it's going to be for Christ's sake, righteousness sake, for our sake. Yeah. And, you know, it's not to minimize. Um, it's not to minimize what we're going through. It's not to say that you can't grieve. It's Absolutely. not to say that you can't lament. I mean, we had a whole episode that we talked about That's right. lamenting and, and prayerful lamenting and how important that is. It's not to say that you can't admit like I'm just having a hard time, but the, because the Henneke of it is God's way of saying, this is the hope that you have in this situation. It, It may be crappy and it may be crappy for a really, really long time, but the sliver of hope and the thread that you can grab onto is the because. Yeah. And to know it's not for nothing. And I think that's the biggest thing. We sometimes think that it's for nothing, that all of the suffering is in vain, that all of the hardship is in vain, but it's not for nothing. It's for a reason. You may not see it until you get to heaven, Mm. Um, but it's not for nothing. I love that. Nothing is wasted. Love that. Good stuff. So that's our because. Okay. Okay, will you pray? I will. Yeah. Dearly Father, Lord, thank you so much for another day that Monica and I can come together and discuss your word and um, just chew it up and and how it's connecting with us, even in our lives, because we need because every single day. Um, Lord, for our listeners, I just lift them up. You know where they are, where their hearts need. I pray that you will meet them where they are and bring us all back together for another recording next week. And in your name we pray. Amen. Amen.